So when the department and agencies work together to help these children reunify, it can really bring not only these families back together, but also help heal the community as well. Welcome to the Amara Podcast. I'm Carrie Hansen. Today we are talking about reunification. Reunification is when a child leaves foster care and returns home to their family. Every year, thousands of children reunify with their parents. And you might be wondering, why are children being sent back to homes that were deemed unfit or unsafe for them in the first place? Well, children enter foster care for a wide variety of reasons, and oftentimes when parents get resources and support, their children are able to successfully and safely go back home. Supporting reunification is an important aspect of being a foster parent, but it's not always easy. Today, we will hear from three foster families, Kelly, Trey, and Dan and Alicia, who have firsthand experience with reunification. We'll also hear from Deborah, Amara's Associate Director of Foster Care Services, about the ways Amara supports reunification and foster parents before, during, and after a reunification occurs. In the future, we hope to have an episode that talks directly with parents who have been reunified with their children after they were in the foster care system. So reunification is seen as one of the best avenues for children in foster care who come into contact with child welfare services. This is Deborah, Amara's Associate Director of Foster Care Services. So that they can be back with their families and the hope is that there's a lot of healing done and work done to ensure that the children are safe and able to go back home. We know that children have formed you know, many different attachments and bonds with their families and when we can preserve those things it can lead to really great outcomes for them in their future. Foster parents have a huge role. Not only are they the caregivers of these children for however long they're in their home, they can be that bridge to um, help these children transition back to their families. You know, every transition and every reunification can look a little different, but the foster parents have a very big role in that. Since foster parents have a large role in this process, we spoke with three foster families who have firsthand experience with reunification. I asked them what it was like when their foster children first came to their home, how they felt during reunification, and how they felt afterwards. It was our first placement. This is Kelly, who also happens to be my husband. Kelly and I were foster parents for five years. And so it was exciting, really fast. We got the referral at 2.30, said yes, and then they said she'd be there within an hour. And so I, I remember I was at work, and so I quickly tied things up and got home as fast as I could, and she was already there. So it was exciting, but also a little bit overwhelming and very fast. So he was a kind of what they call like an after-hours placement? This is Trey. He and his husband have been foster parents for about four years. So he was in the office at 5.30 on a... Tuesday night, um, so I got a call driving home, said he was in the office, needed a place to go, and so we quickly said, yeah, we'll take him, and then found out probably that morning that return home was the plan, and we, we basically were kind of the last stop to get him reunified. I remember specifically... This is Dan and Alicia. They were foster parents for nine years calling my mom and talking to her about it. I said, we don't want to get attached to someone who may or may not stick around. And uh, so what's the right choice? And she just said, you know what? We all, 
we can all step up and love this child and commit to him even if we don't know if he'll stick around. And that meant a lot. That was, that was a really helpful thing to help us take that step and bring him into our home for we didn't know how long. Uh, having her at our house was great. It was tiring. We, we were still pretty new parents. We had a three-year-old. And to suddenly have two small kids was kind of exhausting. Um, but it went really well. And we spent most of the time, you know, holding her and feeding her and changing her and just connecting with her. Yeah, so it was really great. When she left, it was nearly as fast as when she came. Um, We got a phone call that said there was a court hearing and that there was a possibility that she would be reunified with her family. And then the next day it happened. And so I, I had gone back to work. And so then I got a ride home quickly and was there just in time to basically say goodbye. The outcome from it was it was really painful in the moment. It's not even a moment. It, it was really painful in that season. We were sad in the moment for sure. I mean, it helped that we knew that was the plan from day one. I mean, that's always the plan, but we knew it was definitely happening um, from day one, so we could kind of manage emotions. But with uh, any child, but especially I think young children, like babies, you that attachment and bond is quicker and deeper because you're doing everything for that child. So yeah, we definitely were sad for us in the moment, um, but also really happy for the parents because the parents from day one, you could tell were very involved, very doing whatever the state asked them to do to get their kid back. And they were did it with no questions asked and were definitely dedicated and like working hard to get their, their, their little guy back home. Man, it felt really sad with somebody small when you spend all your time with them and holding them and you know it's hard to not think about the future and and I just felt super connected to her also felt just out of our control and that that felt strange um and I think um I I know at the time I felt like we had just begun this journey together and so it felt like it just suddenly ended One thing that can help support reunification and help foster parents deal with the emotions that go along with one is having communication with a child's family. Openness and communication is really important um, in part of that process and we really encourage our families to start building those relationships with the parents as soon as they can and early on in the placement. We know that it's not always possible for many different reasons but that is all a lot of our preparation work with our families in the whole home study and licensing process is to really open that up to them and how that could look in many different ways and iterations. But we know that when there is openness and relationship building and trust building, it really is ultimately in the best interest of the child as well. We have families who've been placed with children for a very short period of time where they do then go back to families and it's a a different kind of transition and then we have a lot of families who may have had these children for many months to sometimes several years and that transition piece and that bridging and that um, communication is really important so that the child knows that they're going back to a safe place that they have already done a lot of work with that parent in preparation for this move and also for that parent to know how the child has been doing in that foster home is really crucial also so that they can really integrate 
back into their um, family culture and into their different routines and also tend to the attachment. And sometimes it's having to kind of transfer that attachment back to the parents. Dan and Alicia and Trey both mentioned how important openness and communication was for them. The thing that helped a lot was having some communication with his mother um, and getting to know her a little bit. And we had a phone conversation and she said, um, I, um, you know, a lot of my relatives have told me not to trust the foster parents, but I trust you because I can see that you love my son. And that's how I felt about her too. Like, I can trust you because I know you love this child. This is your son and I love him too. And we can be uh, mothers together. I mean, that kind of openness really came from a lot of the trainings that we went through at Amara. The training we received was spot on. It was move toward honesty, move toward openness. Um, that's going to serve you, and it, it has. We had a lot of contact with them. We did all the drop-off and um, pick-up of visits, and so we had a lot of contact. We texted them all the time, um, so we got to know them fairly well, and so we also knew where he was going back was a great home as well, so that you felt comforted knowing that the parents were really in a good, good, good space. Openness with a family can also help support foster parents through some of the painful emotions that go along with reunification. Again, here's Deborah. And there's a lot of loss, too, in association with reunification. We also support our families post-reunification because we know that they're grieving and have loved these children for however long that they were in their home. And because we know that openness can build those relationships um, post-reunification, that's what we really help our families to cultivate. Um, So when we can see that these families are able to stay connected to the children and the parents post-reunification, it can also give them a sense of peace knowing that these kids are doing well this parent is doing well and sometimes they often build their own relationship and become ongoing supports to each other which I think is really amazing because then it gets back to that sense of community they're not just doing it for the kids they're still doing it for this community where you know when we have strong families we have strong communities this ongoing support and connection to community is something that Trey experienced firsthand Right before he went home, the parents texted a really long text and was like, I don't know if you guys were in this to adopt or not, but you guys were awesome. You loved our kid like he was your own. And like, if you ever need a letter of recommendation, should you adopt in the future? Like, we would love to write you a letter of recommendation. So that was um, super sweet. So that was some contact we've had. And then we kind of checked in, just, you know, seeing how he's doing over the next couple months after he went home. And then we babysat for him once because the parents were working and they had like a three-hour shift between when... One was off and the next parent was off, so they were like, why don't you just take him for the day? And so we, at that point, had our uh, another foster placement um, in the home, and so the, they kind of had the two kiddos to kind of meet and play, had a play date. When a child leaves foster care and goes home, not only are they returning to their family, they're returning to their community. When the department and agencies work together to help these children reunify, it can really bring not only these families back together, but also help heal the community as well. Remembering the role that foster parents can play in supporting families and communities is a helpful thing to focus on when dealing with the complex feelings that reunification can bring. These foster parents were really putting the children at the center of everything that was going on and they did a lot of things on their own, of their own initiative to really advocate for this parent as well as for the children. Being explicit with the parent that we're rooting for you, we are really wanting you to succeed and be able to um, have these children back in your care. 
So it was a really beautiful example of everything that we wanted for you know these families and the strength and resilience that everybody had in this process was really amazing. Just going through unification just gives you, I think, a greater sense of humanity and like, yeah, people can change, parents can change their ways to get their kids back and be successful. So I think just having that mindset, I think, can change folks if they go through one. And just, you just feel good knowing you were a safe spot for a kid while the parents were making their home and their lives safe for the child. And so just knowing you played a part in kind of healing a family was something that we also, yeah, really cherished about the experience. So now with lots of time to reflect um, it feels different because I know a little bit more about foster care and I know that this was a, a happy story that I think about how sad I felt because I felt so connected and I, I can't help but think about um, her family and how devastated they must have been when she left their house um, and how relieved when she came back and so you know I'm really thankful that they did what they needed to 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 get her back and I feel thankful that we were able to be there for her um, and that we were a part of her journey even for just a short period of time she really you know made us richer for it thank you so much to kelly trey alicia and dan for sharing your stories and to deborah for your thoughtful insights around reunification thanks for listening we'll see you next time